Hey, welcome to another episode of Dream Chasers. And today I just want to talk about today's kids and kind of how kids are looking at the game, how they're portraying the game, how some adults are looking at the game. Now, this is a this is gonna be a good episode for if you are a parent, if you are a player, um, if you're a younger player, just to help you to stay away from some pitfalls and things like that. So currently I I train kids from I would say first grade on through college, um, prep school kids, high school kids, middle school, all of them. Also coach a fourth grade team. And I'm I'm around the game. I talk to various high school coaches uh, on the regular. I talk to <clears throat> college coaches. I even talk to some overseas coaches, overseas players and just how the game is today is is so different. I mean, it's it's different dealing with um, these this brand of players now, and <clears throat> it just seems like if you go back maybe to you know maybe ten years uh, ago or maybe you know fifteen twenty years ago, kids had to be tough, and you know we're we're living in a society now that everything is accepted. You can't talk to a kid a certain way. You can't, if you're a parent, you can't uh, discipline your kids a certain way or you're going to be looked at, um, you're going to be looked at kind of crazy or people are going to feel that you're an abuser or, you know, coaches can't talk to kids a certain certain way. I mean, these are the things that molded some of the, some of the best people in this country. I mean, just, being able to fight through different things. That's what sports is all about. And we lose track of why why the kids actually play the game. I mean, for some people, it's, it's flat out about maybe them going to the NBA, WNBA, how much money um, this kid can make to help their family. Um, and, I, and I understand that. I mean, it, it's good to dream. But ultimately, I mean, for 90, 90 plus percent of the kids that are coming through this, this is about how do you mold them for life? And you can't mold them for life when you make excuses. I mean, it's just a lot of different excuses that, that are being made. And like I said, I mean, it just goes back to the society that we live in. I mean, when I was growing up, if I did something crazy and a neighbor seen it, they were liable to, to spank me with a belt. Came from a military background, that wasn't beneath us. And after you got spanked by the neighbor, you coming home to get a spanking and then, you know, whatever parent that was at work, when they got home, they was going to get you. And I, I'm not saying that this is uh, completely the right the right thing to do. I'm just saying that this molded, this, this basically helped young kids to learn how to respect um, authority, learn how to respect coaches, how to respect um, just, just people uh, in general. But now it's just kind of more, you know, what are you doing to my baby? You got mama bear, papa bear. You don't like something. You don't like that coach. And that's what it is. And let me let me just give you a little, a little secret. Not everybody's going to like the coach, period. It's just not going to happen. A lot of people are not going to like the coaches. It's going to be mixed reviews all the way around. You're going to have the players that play, and they may or may not like the coach. Sometimes players that play still don't like coaches, but – you may not have the players that play. You you may have the players that play that like the coach. You may have um, 
some players that are like almost like a teacher's pet, but they're the coach's pet, so they love the coach. And then you're going to have a lot of people that's not going to like the coaching. The main reason you don't like the coach is because you're not playing. And instead of looking in the mirror and saying, let me let me get busy or let me figure out a niche, let me figure out something that could get me on the floor, you want to complain about that the coach doesn't like you or that the coach uh, doesn't see you. And, you know, parents, if you if you feel like this, one thing you got to remember, too, is, you know, if you feel so if if everything is not going the way that you feel, go into one of the practices and ask yourself one question. Look all the way down the line. Look at watch your kid and watch everybody else that's practicing. Watch the starting five and pick somebody out that your child is better than. Don't go. Don't just go to the games. Ask the coach, can you come in a practice and check it out? I mean, because typically that doesn't lie. Now, am I saying coaches don't pay, play favorites? I mean, coaches are going to have their favorites. They're going to like certain kids. They're going. It's it's just like in life, <clears throat> you like who you like, but. I don't think that a lot of coaches are just going to play certain players just because they like them. That may give them an edge to get them to a certain spot. But if you can't get the job done, then that's that's what it is. You can't get the job done. I mean, but can your child come in here and outplay somebody in the starting five? Or if they want, <clears throat> excuse me, if they want the six-man position, can they beat out the six-man? Are they better? And be honest and be honest with yourself and have your kid be honest uh, as well. And then another thing, this is something else, you know, this is coming from a coach, is that there's certain intangibles that you don't know about. Your child comes into practice, they're, they're goofing around. Um, their energy's low. They don't play hard. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I can I can go down the line, you know, they're giving <laughs> they're giving coaches and assistant coaches attitude. A lot of that comes from home too. So if if your child doesn't have the right attitude, doesn't work hard, um, is not willing to step into a role or a position, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, you know, you're hearing it from the horse's mouth. I mean, these are some of the things that coaches deal with that you don't know about. You just know that that's my baby and they should be playing. And players, you know what you're doing. I mean, if you're feeling sour about not playing the game, don't show the coach that. You got to go in and you got you to gotta bust it. You got to work. You can't go in and make excuses and say, oh, I'm not playing. So you know what? Well, forget this coach. Or I'm going to act like this. Or I'm going to be short with the coach. No. <clears throat> Learn to be a team player. But one, one thing I want to talk about today is like player emotions. I'm, I'm going off of mainly um, my I have a child that plays seventh grade basketball, um, and, you know, emotionally, I mean, just kids kids don't know how to keep their emotion in check. And this is something that they have to figure out, but they're going to need a nod from the parents as well, or they're going to need a, a nod from the coach possibly. But, you know, emotionally, I, I look at kids and, you know, I see tears in their eyes. I see them mouthing things. I see them clapping their hands. And in between that, you know, sometimes sometimes you're messing up in the game twice because of something that that went wrong. Maybe you kick the ball out of bounds and you're pouting on the way back and they go down and they score. Like these are things that are huge. I mean, just kids yelling out in frustration. I, I heard a kid yell out the other day, I suck, 
or I'm bad. I, I saw the mouth. I'm bad at basketball. Like what is being taught and what's in, what's in the player's head? I mean, sports and life in general are pretty much the same. At a certain point, your kid's going to have a job or you as a player, you're going you're gonna to get a job and it's, and it's going to be the job that you really want and it's going to be tough. Are you just going to say, I suck at the job and throw your hands up and you done with it? Or are you going to, are you going to figure out, strap your boots up and you're going to fight? I mean, the frustration part, it, it, it's on another level. And I get it. Like playing any sport, especially a game of basketball, you're going to have frustration. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be, you're, you're, I, I was talking to a friend today and he had he had a conversation about his son how his son started off the season great and you know i mean to be so young i'm not going to give away what grade he's in and all that stuff but he's a younger player and you know he's he's getting a a, a good shot at varsity and started off hot and i guess he either kind of went to a shooting slump or just wasn't playing the same and got to the point where he was playing in a game. The past couple of games hadn't been good, but he played in a game maybe a couple of days ago or last week or whatever it is, and just wasn't his normal self. He wasn't making the shots he's used to, and basically like just put his head down. Now, this friend played college basketball, understands the game, understands the process, and just had the conversation with his son. Like, look, everybody's not going to make shots. They're not going to get they're going to have points when they're not going to play well or when they're not going to shoot the ball well. They're not going to defend the way they, they they're supposed to. But you got to get back up, up on the horse and you just got to continue to play. And fast forward to the end of the game, he hits a shot for them to go into overtime, which was, you know, was crazy for him being a young guy. But I mean, it's all in the teaching. Parents have to step up and and kind of prepared these kids' minds. I mean, because you got to think about it. What is your what is your child listening to? Are they listening to people on their team? Are they listening to parents on the team? Are they just listening to the coach? Are they listening to friends at school? I mean, what are you listening to? Now, obviously, you got to listen to your coach. You got to understand where they're coming from, you know, I understand what they're talking about. You have to understand, you know, just certain things from your coach. But that doesn't mean that you play timid. Or that doesn't mean that that defines you. Now, I'm not saying go against what the coach is saying. I'm not saying uh, just go out and do your own thing. But at a certain point, mentally, you got to be strong. If next level is where you're trying to be, which is, you know, for some kids, varsity or college or maybe even overseas, you got to be able to step up and go above and beyond. That's where it's at. If you want to, if you want to be, you, you got to think about it. If you're going to college to play basketball, and I don't care, I mean, you could be blessed to play D2. Um, they're always recruiting, they're always looking for new people. New people are coming in. As soon as they get you, like they're gonna they're gonna roll out the red carpet for you. You're gonna come in. They're gonna they're gonna pull it back for a second. They're gonna roll out the red carpet for the for a person that plays your same position. So you can't get there and be content. 
I mean, let's say let's say you are a breakout star and you get somewhere. The next breakout star is coming. I mean, think about it. Think about it like this. If kids go play at Duke and you was a McDonald's All-American, you was Mr. Basketball or Miss Basketball, the next year they're probably going to get the same the, the, the same Mr. and Mrs. Basketball. They're going to get the next McDonald's All-American. And guess what? It ain't nothing personal. You got to perform. Um, another, another funny thing is I, I, I talk about this a lot, but dealing with referees, I mean, this is, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I was in high school, graduated in 01. So college basketball was done in 05. Um, I don't remember, like I said, I, co- I come from a place where you really, you really wasn't concerned with referees. I mean, you you got frustrated with the referees from time to time, but I think kids are overly concerned with what the referee's going to do or what the referee's going to call instead of just playing the game. You got to start teaching your kid or players. You got to start playing in such that you can play through anything. I mean, you don't. You just don't know. You don't know what referees you're going to get, and instead of you know you wasting your time and being pissed off about what they call or what they didn't call. I mean, that's the time for you to go to work. And that's the time to learn because if you're younger now and you're going to high school, high school, you might take some hits. For sure, if you go to college, go look at Big Ten. Go look at the Big Ten. Go look at uh, the ACC. I mean, go look at some of their tournaments when they get down to it, you know, when it, when it's time for, for to crown an ACC champ. Sometimes the referees are swallowing their whistle. So stop being overly concerned with the referee. Let the crowd be the crowd. If the crowd's going to say something to the referees, let them do the fighting for you, but not to the to the point where you're upset, you're frustrated about what the referee's going to call. I mean, that's that's a part of the game that I think you figure this out, you're going to be good. Learn how to take hits and finish. Learn how to take a bump and put the ball in the basket. That's important. Learn, adapt. If referees calling it tight, well then keep your hands off people. If they're if they're letting it be a little bit loose, and you can bump correctly, not bumping people. Don't don't take a bump and go and knock somebody knock somebody over next possession. That's going to be a foul for sure. But if if you're if somebody's able to jump straight up and bump you on a layup, then next time down you do the same thing. Now, be smart. Because it just depends. You might get a referee that a guard came, ran up your chest, and you're a post, and they didn't call that, but you go run up a guard's chest, it's probably going to be a foul. So you got to be smart in how you think or strategic in how you think. But as far as referees goes, I mean, find a way to X the referee out and play your game. And then another thing is stop thinking that just because a team is a certain way that is always going to be that way. Or because your team's a certain way that is that it's going to be that way. Oh, last year we had a good, we had a good core. You know, our core seven was good. And then this year we're going, we're going to come back. We're still good. And we're going to play Richmond. And we're going to beat Richmond. Because we beat them bad last year. Doesn't matter what what happened the year before. You got to start thinking about the future. 
just because things look bright now doesn't mean that there's not going to be trouble in paradise. And what I mean by that is this. Prepare for opponents game by game. Doesn't matter. People change. People grow. Like I said, going back to my friend, we was talking about his son. His son just, he grew. He's growing. <laughs> like, through, I'm just talking, maybe maybe talking to the high school kids right now, but as, as you go through your high school career, there's going to be kids that are going to grow. There's going to be kids that's going to get faster. There's going to be kids that shoot the ball better. There's going to be kids that dribble the ball better. There's going to be teams that two freshmen are going to come in and they're going to be crazy good. And now this is right at the time when the junior decides to peak. They just they decide to start playing good. And all of a sudden, the team that y'all was beaten by 25 points or more, now they're beating you by 15 or 20. Take every team as they come. I had this conversation with my daughter the other day. She was just saying how teams last year, you know, just seemed like they just they just beat everybody. And it's like, yeah, you did beat everybody last year. But guess what? Now you're playing different teams. People getting stronger, faster. There's more players that are being added. The game is not going to be played the same. And you can't play the game the same all the time. You got to adapt. And you got to and you got to be ready to you got to be ready to fight through anything. I mean, you just don't know. We live in Indiana. Somebody transfer in from Chicago and on the boys side, now they got a 7-footer that can protect the basket. Oh, well last year, guess what? Everything you was doing, you was going in dunking the ball on it on people. Well, you're getting layups. Now they have somebody to protect the basket. Now how do you adapt? But you go into that game thinking that you're just going to kill people. It's not going to work like that. So kids have to change the way they think. Um, and, I mean, that's that's another part of it that parents, if you're listening, I mean, you have to talk to your kids. You have to say, look, grind. You have to go. You have to grind. This has to be your time for you to step up and for you to shine. Through everything. And 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 the truth of the matter is, is this, is that everybody's not going to shine. And then and the funny part is that we don't know who's going to shine either. You got a crew of, of, of players that been together for years and this and the other. You don't know how they're going to pan out in high school. You don't know how they, they're going to pan out in college or if they're even going to go to college. But we have no clue. But without that grind... And without that mindset, I mean, you're dead in the water anyway. So, I mean, these are some of the things that that kids need to understand. And lastly is keeping a level head. I mean, kids kids nowadays, I see a lot of, you know, their heads get big. You know, I I live in a place where teams kind of, they grow together for years. They kind of stay together. They grow together. And that's cool. The thought of it's cool. But, you know, are, are all the players keeping a level head, you know, since you've been winning all this time? Or are you are you about to get hit by a buzzsaw? Cause, <clears throat> because it's, it's just not, it's not real life to say, oh, well, this group has been together for years that they're going to be great. I mean, it's a good chance they're probably going to be pretty good. But, I mean, you know, keeping that 
that uh that attitude to keep working you know that that um you know keeping keeping an open mind you know understanding you know these are the things that's going to make that's going to keep our kids good they're going to make our kids good they're going to keep our kids good keep a level head as a player and 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 as a parent watch what your kids are doing keep it make sure that they're keeping a level head make sure that they understand that you know just because you've done this up until this point doesn't mean that you're going to continue to do that. You may run into, you may run into some problems. You may run into whatever, but at the same time, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have some type of, uh, you know, you, you, your thought process has got to be right is what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta think the game the right way, but you know, for, for a lot of these young kids, I'll say this. If you're, if you're, you know, between the grades of first and sixth grade, you got to start, you got to start thinking towards the future. I mean, how many kids dominate first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade? They dominate. But that's just because you dominate now doesn't mean that, that, you're guaranteed a future. I mean, you just don't know what it holds. You may you may have dominated, and, and guess what? You may have been the biggest, fastest, strongest kid up until sixth grade, and guess what? People catch up in seventh. Or players that you were just way better than, now all of a sudden they're starting to catch up their body, maturity, their mind is catching up to where you've been. And guess what? Throughout that time, you haven't gotten any better. You've done all the same stuff up until this particular point. What are you going to do now? To be honest with you, a lot of kids end up quitting. So, I mean, that grind, that hustle has to be a big part of it. Ultimately, some of this stuff is out of players' control anyway. And the reason it's out of out of players' control because you can't equate a, a a kid that played the guard position that was okay, growing to be six eight, and now they're a guard that can score at six eight, and you're five eight, or you're barely touching six foot. I mean, you know, certain things are going to peak for certain kids at the right time. Certain kids are they're just they're just gonna figure it out. They're gonna grow into their body. They were awkward. Or they were slow. Now they're stronger. Now they're faster. Now they're in a more elite player. And now and they've been having the willingness to work on their game because they wasn't the best player. Sometimes being the best player can be a curse. It really can. Because your mindset, your their mindset is that they're that they're always going to be elite. And as soon as a couple people are starting to catch up to where they're at and they're struggling, now that 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 puts a a, a crazy mental block on different players. So you got to understand like this game is a it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And just because you're just because just because you're better than everybody doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, if you get to high school and you're better than everybody, then absolutely. But just keep that keep that level head. 
you know, have have some humility about yourself. And at the same time, you know, keep grinding, keep working, keep doing the things that other players are not going to do. Because I'll tell you now, it's 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 a different ball game now because players do actually train a lot. And that's the wave that we're in. They're going to they're gonna go to the gym. They're going to they're gonna see their trainers. So that's a little bit different. But at the same time, I don't know that that's fully enough. How many times are you going out to figure out your shot without somebody? And then you got your training. You got your practice. You got those other things. But how many times are you going out and putting the work in? Is a parent always telling you that it's time to go? Or, or are you are you hungry enough and you're and you're talking to your parents telling them that you want to get certain things done or letting them know where your goals are not what the parents goals are for you but your goals for yourself those are the things that at the end of the day that ultimately matter I'm Harvey Harrington just remember dreams don't work unless you do I'm out of here